Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CR Checkup Podcast. I'm so excited to have each and every one of you here with us today. If I didn't get a chance to see you on Monday night at our Goodyear group or on Wednesday night at our Buckeye group, hey, I missed you. Um, If you don't come to our group, if you live in a different state or a different country, whatever the reason is, hey, we love you and we're so excited that you're tuning in and we hope that you can join in on the conversations that we started in person at both of our meetings. And uh, right now we're talking about step five, which is, of course, we admitted to God, to ourselves and to another human being. And we started this discussion a a few weeks ago and we started talking about um, how to confess. We kind of talked about the just like the process of it and what it looks like, uh, because honestly, it's probably a pretty new practice for most of us. It certainly was for me when I got into the program. And even after years of having this practice, it's still something that I need to, of course, practice. And so this is why we're talking about this thing. This uh, And that's why we continue to talk about this. This is something, this is a healthy practice for us to keep um, just up to date in our lives um, all of the time. Uh, the practice of, of confession is, is a really Really, really good practice. And what we were talking about uh, last time was basically is that confession is not appealing, but it is freeing. And that's going to kind of take us into our discussion today because uh, before we talked about um, how to confess and I think whenever we talk about like the action of confession or how we do that, then I think naturally the question is, well, why should I confess or why would I want to confess in the first place? And I think that's absolutely a normal conversation or a normal question to have if you're having that question. Um, it's certainly one that I had. And sometimes I ask myself that question still, you know, it's it sometimes feels like it's better for me to withhold information. It feels like maybe, you know, I, I need to... I just like don't want to get into this conversation with another person or I'm afraid that it might hurt their feelings. And I remember um, really early on when uh, right before we got married, actually, one of my my mentors, they were uh, they took us out to dinner, me and my wife. And uh, one of the, the pieces of advice that he gave me is he said, never avoid an argument or never avoid sharing something because I want to avoid an argument. Never avoid sharing something because I want to avoid an argument. And I didn't necessarily agree with that uh, to begin with. Um, But now I know that it's definitely something that is beneficial in my life if I share my feelings, what I'm thinking to the best of my ability. Now, this does not mean that we share things um, that are going to like intentionally hurt somebody, right? So I need to make sure that I'm gauging um, what I'm sharing. If I'm sharing something that um, is irrational or maybe untrue or maybe charged with anger or with hate or with pain, um, I need to gauge those things, right? It's not that I just fly from the hip and just say everything and anything that I want to anybody and everybody all the time. That's not the point here. That's not what we're getting at. We're, we're learning a, a healthy practice of confession, and it's, it's practicing confessing the things that are holding me back from my full potential in Christ. And what we were talking about as we were discussing um, why we, we confess to begin, we were, we were talking about some things that we lose and some things that we gain. And um, if you were in 
involved in the conversation, then you know that basically these these were all good things. We only lose bad things and we only gain good things as it comes through confession. And just one of those things that I think uh, is important for for me uh, to remember and I think is what I kind of want to share with a little bit more today is one of the things that we lose when we confess. And that thing that we that we lose is our unwillingness to forgive. And now, the reason why this is something that we we lose in the practice of confession, in uh, I'll just start with unforgiveness towards myself. Um, so whenever I have a situation that's inside of my life, um, good, bad, indifferent, whatever it may be, if I hold on to that thing to myself and I keep it up inside of my brain, chances are it's going to become skewed. It's going to change over time. Whenever I think about that that situation, that thing that had happened, um, it's now associated with whatever's going on in my life at the moment that I'm thinking about it. And now that's making an impression upon that, that memory that that I have. And every time that I do it, it, it does that same thing. And so this memory that I have is associated with other memories and other experiences. And over time, it becomes very skewed, right? And so when I have a situation inside of my life that I'm holding unforgiveness for onto myself, and I'm just beating myself up about it, I'm holding on to it, I'm not sharing anything about it, and I'm having all of these other experiences that are now attached to that memory, it becomes worse and worse and worse. And I just, I, I loathe the idea of, of thinking about it, of talking about it, of being found out about it or whatever it may be. And by simply confessing, saying those things with my mouth to another person and, and to a trusted person, as we talked about before, we want to talk with a healthy person, preferably uh, and definitely recommended somebody who has done this before too, right? Right? They, they've walked through the process of confession in the 12 steps, and so um, they're prepared to hear what we're saying, what we're telling them. But when I share that with another person, all of the sudden, this grandiose story, this horror story that I've been telling myself for lo so long, starts to get broken down a little bit. That doesn't necessarily mean that the bad things that we've done all of a sudden no longer become bad things. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. Um, what I'm trying to say is that as I confess these things, I'm I'm sort of working through this process of of like de um, like monstering the these situations, right? Because even though I've done bad things, doesn't necessarily make me a bad person or a monster or you know so horrendous that I can't share these things and work through them. And so as I share these things, I be, I'm able to ad admit um, just the, the exact nature of the things that had happened, right? So I come into, um, come to terms with the true nature of the things that I had done, right? And so even if that is a, a bad thing that I did, and I've certainly had plenty of those things, and I still have these things come up inside of my life. I'm not perfect. I still do bad things. And that's why I need to continue to confess and I lose this sense of unwillingness or unforgiveness inside of my life because I can see it for what it is. And then as I'm sharing this with that person, they forgive me and they show the grace of God towards me as I'm sharing this. It helps me to have that real tangible understanding of what forgiveness looks like from another person. Hopefully I've already confessed these things to God and to myself, right? And then as I'm confessing it to another person, it's this beautiful tri 
trifecta of, of this experience of forgiveness. And when I experience that forgiveness, chances are, and this has been my experience, is that I can now forgive myself because I've experienced it not only with God and with another person, but now I have that understanding of how it's possible for me to forgive myself, okay? So that's one factor of it with the unwillingness to forgive, and I'm losing this. The other side of it is with other people as well. Um, so maybe uh, you're, you're like me and you're carrying around a lot of things that um, you're beating yourself up about. That was, that was ma- the majority of, a, of my unwillingness to forgive was towards myself. Now, on the flip side of that, we may have an unwillingness to forgive other people. That might be our, our kind of main thing that we're carrying on with. And so as I'm sharing and I'm confessing my faults to another human being, what happens is that hopefully I'm able to admit that I'm, in for one, in denial about some of the things that I've done, and I can come into reality about, hey, I make mistakes too. And as I'm confessing these things to another person and I'm sharing my own personal experiences of things that I've done, then hopefully I can begin to see the fact that we all make mistakes. And even though we're, I'm, I'm holding on to unforgiveness towards this other person who may have done a really, really terrible thing to me, once I'm, I'm understanding that we're all faulted and I'm seeing my own fragility and I'm seeing my own brokenness as I'm confessing, I believe that softens our hearts. It allows us to, to feel like, man, I, I'm really, I'm still hurt by the fact that this person did these things or these people did these things. But I'm, I'm confessing my own faults to another human being. And as I'm doing that, my heart is becoming softened. And I'm longing for forgiveness for the things that I've done. And as that longing to be forgiven is built up inside of me, then I, be, I can hopefully begin to see what I'm holding against other people. Not only how that's affecting me, but how it's so unnecessary. And it's really not right for me to hold those things against that anybody. And now that I firsthand know how difficult this is. Um, sometimes people don't necessarily deserve my forgiveness, right? But that's not, that's not besides, so besides the point. Um, and reality is, you know, it's not right for us to hold for unforgiveness towards anybody. Now, do I do that? Absolutely. I'm, I'm certainly not perfect, but it is a practice that I have to try and forgive, not necessarily to mend a relationship, but so that I can mend my own sanity. Because at the end of the day, if I'm holding on to unforgiveness, that's just simply robbing my serenity. That's robbing my joy. That's robbing my peace. And it's, and it's really me surrendering those things because I know that it happens. I know when I hold on to that inside of my heart, it uh, doesn't allow me to feel the other fruits of the Spirit that I desire so much. And if we've worked this program diligently and really diff- it's a difficult process, then hopefully we can get to this point of understanding, well, I don't want to surrender this peace that I've received from the program to anything at all, even to the people who have done really terrible things to us. And now that's, that's again, like I said, very difficult. And, and maybe you've experienced things like me where 
just being completely honest, where I want to hold these things against people. And it seems like I'm getting this pseudo joy from holding this this for unforgiveness towards these people. And that's really just a slow burn. It's such a, a lie and deceptive uh, practice or belief that I can fall into that I can actually feel better by holding on to unforgiveness against this person. And this certainly goes against a lot of just kind of typical feelings or maybe what society says or, or anything like that. And I totally understand it. This is an ongoing process in practice for myself, but it is one that I will stand by um, hopefully as long as I live um, because I've experienced it firsthand, even when it's not appealing to confess, even when it's not appealing to uh, forgive, even when it's not appealing to do the things that I know are difficult. It is always freeing. I have always experienced freedom from confession and from forgiveness in as it pertains to exactly what we're talking about right now. And now, um, all of these things to be said, there's grace amongst it all, right? When we come into this step and we're confessing these things, and maybe we're not experiencing that freedom or we're not experiencing that that relief that we were hoping right away, it's a good practice to just be patient and, and just trust the process and know that God is still in the midst of these things. Because a lot of times, or sometimes I, I guess I should say, um, a lot coming with with uh, confession or with forgiveness or anything alike, sometimes there's some repercussions. Sometimes there's some some action steps that need to take place. It's not so sudden, right? That I just share these things and all of a sudden it's fixed and it's perfect and I'm healed. Um, I pray to God that you do have some experiences like that and I believe wholeheartedly that you will. It might not be and it probably won't be in every single area of your life or in every single area of your inventory, but I believe wholeheartedly that you will experience it in an area. And the only way that we're going to discover that is if we do this obedience step and just take a step and try this out. And so guys, I really hope that this conversation is beneficial for you. I would really love to hear your thoughts and your experiences on these things. And so I, I hope that you guys just in, enjoy talking about this with other people. But until next time, I love you and keep coming back. Thank you for listening to the CR Checkup Podcast. This podcast is meant to start conversations, not end them. So we encourage you to continue having conversations wherever you're at. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. You can also reach us by emailing recovery at palmvalley.org.